wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. I am Teresa Lambert, your co-host. I'm here with the fabulous Black Kaplan Benefits, the one and only. And we are here with a really, really fantastic guest. And I'm so excited to introduce you to him in just a moment. But get ready. I feel like we're going to be having an epic, highly energizing and fun conversation with Martin today. Martin and I had the pleasure of meeting at his first virtual ever virtual summit that he has organized and it was amazing and I had the honor of being interviewed by him and it was just such a fabulous experience he's such an amazing 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 person to know from New York and without further ado Martin Salama is known as the architect of the Warriors Life Code. I can't wait to find out more about that. He specializes in helping people that are frustrated in their life to quickly shift their mindset to uncover their greatness so they can live their true potential and enjoy life. Thank you for doing that. So many people need that. An example of what he's achieved is a client like Roberta who lost her six-figure job due to COVID and came to Martin depressed and felt very lost. Within a short time, she had a quote, direction, focus, and a renewed energy around all the possibilities I could pursue and getting back on track to enjoy life. Wow, that is incredible. The key to his success is he's mastered the ability to live incredibly fully every day, which he turned into the acronym LIFE, now we know, and created the Warriors Life Code Coaching Program. Oh my goodness, Martin, I love this. I love what you do. And you're such a gem of a human being. So welcome to thank you. Thank you so much. If I'm a gem, then you're a diamond. Okay. Gotta be honest with you. And and Blair, I can't wait to get to know you too, because if you're anything even close to Teresa, this is gonna be a lot of fun. We don't do things that aren't fun. We only do fun. If it's not fun, it's not worth doing. But uh, but yes. Uh, so I really appreciate, uh, spending some time with you guys here and, yeah. uh, finding out about, you know, what you guys and me being able to share with you what I do, but we did have a blast that time we did the, the summit. We <laughs> yeah, did, which, I, which is why I know we're going to have another blast now. And, um, I'd love to start by asking, you know, what does success mean to you? 
because it's such a juicy conversation to to have with you know I, I, I thought a lot about this and, and for the first 50 years of my life and I'm coming up next month I will turn the big six zero I know I don't look it I know I look 35 but I'm not okay and I tell my kids that I'm hitting the midpoint of my life that I will be around for another 60 years and they're like who's going to take care of you I'm like well you are of course but <laughs> You know, so, but uh, for the first 50 years of my life, to me, success meant how much money do I have in the bank and how much of it can I spend and how quickly can I spend it and get more of it? Uh, and, and in 2008, close to when I was turning 50, I went through some crazy stuff. Uh, you remember what happened in 2008? The world fell apart. Well, I was working on a project for about five years to build a multi-million dollar health club and tennis center in New Jersey. And we finally got all the approvals from everybody that we were waiting for, the city, the state. We went to the bank, we're like, okay, great. I put millions in. I'm ready to get it back into finished construction. They're like, or to start construction. They're like, yeah, we're not lending now. The world's about to fall apart. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and a month later, the world fell apart and I lost absolutely everything. I was devastated. And I was like, okay, I'm a failure. And I went into that mode for about a year where I felt like I was a failure and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I came out of that hole and I said, okay, I'm going to become a life coach because I'd help people in community organizations and I'd had life coaches and I thought it was great. And I was like, perfect, beautiful. I, I don't have to be a businessman anymore. And I started working towards this and it came to my 24th wedding anniversary. And my wife tells me, yep, yeah, I'm done. I want a divorce. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> you know, I was floored. She said, I can't take this anymore. These ups and downs, blah, 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 things. And I should have said to her, but I didn't get you anything like that. But looking back now, it was the best gift she gave me in our entire life other than my children. Because it got me to go into life coaching with, I really need to fix myself. And, and there I learned that I was a people pleaser my whole life, trying to make everybody else happy. And you know what I learned? I made nobody happy. Because I was always rationalizing that if I did this, then this would happen and that would be good. And I, and going through life coaching and all that and becoming a life coach, I recognized, and I'm, I've trademarked this, that the word rationalize is really two words. Rational lies. That you lie to yourself, that it's rational to do things that you know goes against your heart to make somebody else happy or your ego. Mm. And, uh, that's basically the story. But now to answer your question, after 50 years, I realized success is understanding that everything in your life is going to be fine. <laughs> oh man, where were you like a couple years ago for me? <laughs> I like I that. Every, everything, but fine. I think like it could be more than fine. Yeah, absolutely. Like but everything- you start with that. You start yeah. with that. You change your mindset, which is what I do. I help people change their mindset from lack to abundance, but from self-conscious to self-aware. So where do you think that change went from you thinking success was about how much money you make to knowing that you're going to be okay? Well, it first started off with not having any money and realizing I was still alive and I could still be happy or I could learn how to be happy because I thought I was happy. But once I went through life coaching, I realized all the things that were the things around me that made me happy, quote unquote, were not. 
and it was about me learning to like myself and love myself. And within a few years after that, I started dating, looking for somebody who loved me the way I was, and I understood what their values were, and I loved them for the way they were. And I'm happy to say that I've been married for four and a half years to a wonderful woman. Wow. I love that, Martin. Um, I want to talk a bit about your acronym and your life code. Uh, live incredibly full every day. What does it mean to live incredibly full? Like, what does that mean to you? Because that that seems like it's a branch of success. Yeah, it definitely is a branch of success. So as I was going through this transformation where I went from being Martin 1.0 to 2.0, I started out being a, a divorce recovery coach, helping people reco- recover from the emotional pains of divorce because I'd gone through it and I saw what coaching did. A few years later, I was not so happy. And I realized, why am I not so happy? I looked in the mirror. I was heaviest I ever was. And I went on this journey to lose weight and start reading better and eating better. And I lost 65 pounds. And I started doing things like meditating. And I'm a little ADHD, if you couldn't tell. And uh, getting through 10 minutes of guided meditation was not so easy for me, but I did it. And one day I had this download of information that said, I love my life. And I got to show other people how to love their life too. And I came up with the acronym Live Incredibly Full Every Day. So to answer your question, to me, that means waking up every morning and instead of saying, oh, God, I have to do this today. Oh, God. You wake up and you say, I am so grateful to be alive. And I write three things down that I'm happy about, that I'm grateful for. And then I go, today, I'm going to live incredibly full every day. And I make it my mission to make at least one person smile or laugh every day. I've already filled that in earlier today. So if it doesn't happen here, it's okay. But I've done it at least once today. I love this so much, Martin. I love this so much. And it really resonates with me because, um, you know, I, I was actually on your summit while I was staying at Blair's house who opened her home to me as I have been transitioning my life, going through a divorce, all these things. And, you know, it's so interesting with what you're saying, because every day I'm in Buenos Aires right now, but every day I wake up and I'm in this beautiful space that I'm in having a few of this incredible city. And I literally every day say to myself, wow, this is my life. And I feel so grateful most mornings. I literally am in tears of joy and it's taken a lot to get here, but I really resonate with this, um, you know, perspective and this mindset of saying, you know what, I'm going to live my life fully out every day. I'm going to make the most of this, like rather than, than being in the reactive state and being like, I have to do this, I have to do that, being like, hey, let's like start our days and, and let's live our life so intentionally that we're really creating something that we are excited about every day. And it doesn't mean that everything's always great because that is a, a, an illusion, no. right? That's w- one of your real realized. It's one of your rationalized, rationalized, <laughs> rationalized. rationalized. <laughs> you know, that, that um, everything has to be good in order to be having this mindset and feel like that. And, and the, the reality is it's exactly the opposite. It's being able to have shitty things happen and, and maintaining this attitude, right. That life is still going to be great. And, and this line that you used, you know, like saying success is knowing that everything is going to be okay. That is so big because, you know, when, when shit goes wrong to be able to say, you know, it's going to be okay. 
Like it's, it's going, it's going to be okay. You know, it's going to be okay. <laughs> right. That is the thing that takes you out from the stress and oh, what the heck to, okay, I'm breathing and like, it, it's going to get sorted out. And, and that is a skill. That is it a skill. Is, I love it that. is a skill. I'm glad you mentioned that because you know what? So often people think that when you go to a life coach, they're going to tell you, teach you how to be happy all the time. And that's not really what life coaching is about. For me, at least, I look at life coaching as showing people how they can take the things that are happening, like the shit that's coming on to them and say, how can I respond to this instead of react? Because that was my biggest thing. Because I was a people pleaser, I was always trying to make everybody happy. And with that came, I took things personally, which was huge for me. And I was a control freak. And I had a short temper. Right. Because if everything wasn't going exactly as the way I want, I had to react and fix everything to the point that I was like a nuclear reactor. I'd leave fallout all over the place. And then half the time I'd go back and apologize with, I'm sorry, but which is not really an apology or not apologize at all. You know, I, I love that. And like, so yes, Teresa recently went through some big shifts and it was really cool to be able to, to be there to support her because she has been here over the last few years to support me. Um, like it's a little heavy, but like I had a miscarriage actually two years ago, November 3rd, three weeks later, my father-in-law died suddenly from cancer. Three months later, my mom suddenly died from cancer, 62 years old, not even a year later, my dad died. Um, and so seeing three parents die in their sixties and the idea of being a mom shelved and we've decided not to have kids, I had to mourn a lot of things, the life I didn't have, the life I imagined I was going to have, parents, babies, and beyond. Teresa was so supportive of me. But what I really learned through all of that is that I am going to be okay. And yeah. also uh, this, this idea of like work really hard, save up your money so when you can retire, it's like, no, I want to enjoy my life now. Like, fuck that. I'm yeah. going to make money now and do the shit I want to do because I don't know when my end date is. I don't know when I'm going to expire. And exactly. so I think it sometimes takes us to have those really low, horrible moments to have these realizations, or you can be not having those moments and listening to this episode and be like, you know what? I don't need to wait for something terrible to happen, but what's that like, um, formula, like for every action, there's an equal or opposite reaction. Reaction. Yeah. Right. Like if, sh- if shit is hard and things are bad, they will get good. They will be good. And now I'm doing the things I want to do. And I have people reaching out. Wow, your life looks so amazing. I want your life. I'm like, do you? All my parents died. <laughs> like I've been in like deep grief for three years. Like right. I'm just like choosing to live my life the way I want to. And I share the good and the bad. And that's a big part of it. You said it right there. It's choosing. You know, when someone says I can't to me, that's really saying I choose not to. So, and before when Teresa and I were talking about, I got to, it's really, you change it to, I get to, I get to go to work. I get to go to the supermarket. I get to get up and whatever. I get to do it. Just that mindset shift puts you in the right frame of mind going the rest of the day. If something crappy happens, I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do about this? In the past, I would have been, okay, the sky is falling. And that's really where Warriors Life Code came from because in 2022, people thought the sky was falling, remember? And about two months into it, I'm like, why am I thinking that the sky is not falling and everybody else is? What, what makes me so much better? And I realized 
the last 10 years had prepared me for anything, even COVID. So I got onto Facebook and I said, guys, I get it. How about going from being a warrior to being a warrior? And that's where the life code came in. I love that. Martin, it's so funny because when the pandemic started, so the year um, the year before the pandemic, my husband had a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. And oh I thought God. at that time, that was like the worst experience of my life. Little did I know everything else was going to happen. But when the pandemic started, I was like, ah, we're both alive. We're both healthy. It's fine. I love this. Like we have the trails to ourselves. I work from home. Like this is nice. Like not traveling all the time. I mean, I love travel, but I think it's about perspective. Yep, exactly right. Exactly right. And and you know, you talked about the loss, the 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 the, the loss of your parents, the three parents, and you talked about um, the miscarriage. My daughter went through four miscarriages. Okay, and you know, she would get questions like between her first and second child is why'd you wait so long? Because they were they were they didn't understand. And we started they in my com- little community here in Brooklyn. They, one of the organizations started an, a fertility group. And it was mostly in the beginning made up of my daughter and her cousins, all who have uh, pregnancy problems. But the point I'm bringing is they had each other to support each other and say, we love you, we'll get you through this. And thank God my daughter has four beautiful children. And it's just her perspective changed and she got what she needed to help her support and the other things. So it's all about moving forward and saying, this is happening for a reason. And let me figure out what the reason is and see if I can fix it. I I hope that helped you a little bit, Blair, with what you're going through. Yeah, no, that's really beautiful. And, you know, I am of a similar mindset. Um, We have choices we can make. Um, Sometimes, you know, we need to do what our body is telling us, our mind is telling us. Sometimes that means lying in bed and being sad, especially when it comes to something like a miscarriage because your hormones, yeah. um, you know, it's okay it, to cry. It's okay to cry and it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to not be okay. And it doesn't just, this doesn't just apply to loss of parents, you know, loss of a marriage, loss of a baby, husband almost dying. It applies to business. It applies to business. It's okay to get help. It's okay to get a business coach. It's okay to have a life coach. It's okay to, um, you know, have to outsource. It's okay to not know what to do. It's okay to, you know, like, it's okay if it, if you happen to end up getting yourself in a lot of business debt and don't know what to do, like there are people and resources out there and, you know, Martin, you're one of them. So like how, like, you're, are you a business coach and a life coach or more of a life coach? And like, how, how does this work in the world of business? I'm mostly a, a, a life coach, but because I have so much business uh, um, experience, I can jump in and, and, and turn around. And I, so my, my, excuse me, my summits are called the entrepreneur's abundant life summit, go from warrior to warrior, how to up, up level your business. Because at, at the end of the day, even when I am a business coach within two or three sessions of getting into their life, which I know it's going to happen sooner or later about them recognizing they got to fix themselves before they fix their businesses. You know, so that's a big part of it right there. And um, there was something I wanted to tell you. Oh, I remember. I remember. I wrote a blog recently talking about be a man has new meaning. Because when I was growing up, being a man meant you were tough. You didn't show your weakness. You didn't ask for help. And you never cried. Now, I was a sensitive kid. I always cried. And I was I was bullied. I was teased. 
But now looking back, I was bullied. And uh, I got through it and all that. But now it's not like that anymore. You don't have to be like in the 70s and 80s, macho. You can show your vulnerability. Thank you, Brene Brown, for bringing that word out of the closet. Oh my goodness. I think that's so powerful. So, so powerful what you just shared. And I think that it's also comes down to like the whole asking for help thing. I think too is it's such a thing. It's like, when did we decide that doing it on our own was better? Like where, where did that, like wherever that like BS story came from that we have like collectively absorbed that is a story to really break, right? Because yeah. A, it, it's it's not a lot of fun when you do things on your own. Like, no. I mean, don't no, get me wrong. I, I think it's important that you can have fun on your own. So like, I don't want you like to, to you know, like anyone listening, like I want to be really precise here, but when you are changing your life, when you're doing things differently, when you are wanting to, to make a change when you are doing anything new, it is actually really, really fun and feel so much more supportive when you do it together, when you do it with other people, when we're actually yeah. tapping into the collective genius, right? Like that is like one of the reasons I love masterminds is because it's not just about the person leading the mastermind, but really the idea of a mastermind has always been that multiple people come together to to develop like you know this like yeah genius Absolutely. ideas and I think that that is so cool that now we get to do that and that you've like you know interesting like me the meaning of a man it's so it's so it's so interesting how now we look at vulnerability as strength we look at yeah. authenticity as strength we look at actually like we say it's leadership to ask for help, right? <laughs> exactly. And I have a great so, line for you. And I've so changed key. it a little bit over the time that I've, I learned it. But it's, you can go alone, but you can't grow alone. Mm. Yeah. Know? Because growth needs people to help you get there. I feel like we need a book of Martinisms. A book of Martinisms, yeah. I think I'm going to write that down. The book of Martinisms. You do. You have all these acronyms and like quotes and why not? Put them together in a book. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Fortune cookie for life business. Um, Are you, okay. So you're, you're a life coach. And you have all these Martin. I'm a life, L-I-F-E, life. Li- what does living incredibly full mean to you? Like, what is a, f- like, if your perfect day for living an incredibly full life, like, what is that perfect day for you? Oh, you know, it's so funny because I could say something like, something simple like, oh, traveling, sitting on a beach, enjoying a Mai Tai or whatever. But my perfect day is waking up in the morning, appreciating where I am, wherever it is, and enjoying in the moment. That's a perfect day. Being in the moment with the people around me. Today's my wife's birthday. I gave her a gift last night. She said, why are you giving it to me today? I said, because we're going to an engagement party. My, my great nephew got engaged last night. So we went there. And I said, I want you to enjoy it. Even if you don't show it to anybody, I want you to enjoy it. Because I gave her a wedding ring, a wedding band. 
to go with her engagement ring. And I said, it's about enjoying it in the moment. So that's the way it is. I wake up every morning. That's a perfect day. If I could go through the day being fully present, fully mindful of the people around me and enjoying every moment of that day, that's a perfect day for me. doesn't matter where I am. I think that's so powerful. That's so powerful. And our worries and our doubts and our fears really can't really exist in, in the now because really they're rooted in either the past or in the future or in thinking or things that haven't happened yet. So being really present in the now is such a powerful way to really enjoy the moment and honor the moment and, and be there. Like mm -hmm. just be there. And that, that has been a really big theme. It has been a huge theme for me presence being present now not needing to know where I'm gonna go or where I'm gonna live I just literally went through like feeling stressed about having to make a decision where I was going on December 19th <laughs> and I was like it's not the 19th yet <laughs> and I finally remember second you got a good six eight seven weeks to get there yeah, I, I, yeah, there was a flight that had to be booked. But yeah, absolutely. Like it's, you know, like things you deal with. But it is just interesting how things take us so out of the moment. And when we're actually in the moment, we, we really experience life differently. That is, is ongoingly my experience is that when I'm present, everything's amazing. Exactly. You know, what's really so interesting, just like listening to this, what I realized. So I was just in Hawaii and like when my mom died, my sister said to me, like, that was my biggest fear, like mom dying. And it happened. Like she learned she had cancer, died three weeks later. And I never thought about my mom dying because my grandma didn't die until her nineties and had a diet of Chinese food, chicken fingers, and used to be a heavy smoker. So like <laughs> my mom would live forever. That wasn't the case. And I haven't really taken time off didn't take off time to, you know, for bereavement. I run a business, right? And like in Judaism, as you know, Martin, like we have Shiva and what that, but we didn't have really any of that for my mom because it was like the peak of COVID. Oh. And then my dad's was very short. So what I realized was in Hawaii, I did a couple things that normally I probably would be somewhat apprehensive to do or like scared. And I think both my parents dying because I feel like it was such a difficult time really took away a lot of fear I have of everything. And what I realized is like, I feel really quite fearless. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like what's the worst that can happen. And like, I did a helicopter ride with the doors off. My husband and I went to do a hike to a waterfall. We took accidentally the hard route down, which was like a, a, a 90 degrees vertical descent down like a rock wall, like having to use like roots and rocks. And I felt like I was very primitive and I was like this is amazing and I felt like I was hopping from branch to branch and it like it was so exciting and like old Blair would be like I'm gonna break my bones like oh no <laughs> like and so what I've learned is that going through some crazy stuff in my life has really rendered me to be quite fearless like I really have no fear like what is the worst that could happen like I you know yeah. like and it, it's allowed me to show up fully yeah yeah I love that I love that I just want to touch on the shiva thing for a minute because I found over the time, for the people who don't know what Shiva is, uh, when a person dies, the family sits Shiva for a week. They they, they get on the floor or the low chairs and they mourn the parent or the, the family member for a week, the immediate family member, and people come to visit them. Okay. And I've learned over the years, because I come from a very small community. When someone passes away, there's a ton of people at the, at the Shivas every day and all that, is that God had a plan for the seven days to help you get through that. 
the 30 days after that and the year after that is all part of the process. And in those seven days, I walk into people's houses and I say, look around at the people that have come to visit you. You haven't seen some of these people in 20, 30, 40 years. This is a tribute to you and to the person that passed away. And this is kind of like a little bit of this is your life. If you guys are too young to know what this is your life was, you know, but it's really, it shows your value and your person that passed away value and contribution to the world. So I love that part of it. I'm sorry that you didn't get to experience that part of it. Yeah. Her unveiling, we made a thing. Like we, we mm-hmm. had a big thing. We, my mom and dad's unveiling <laughs> were like a couple months apart. My sister and I went, you know, we, we hosted like a, a celebration for Sharon. So, um, but you know, we, I feel like Martin, we can talk for forever, but I, I don't know. Like, I think it's really interesting. I don't know if we've actually, Teresa, I, I think this might be the first life coach we've had because everything's been very business focused and life and business, especially for entrepreneurs is very intertwined. So I think this was such a riveting conversation. Um, before we wrap up, I want to know, Martin, what advice do you have for people who are on their path to success? So I think my advice would be is to stop and smell the roses as they're going along. And what I mean by that is don't wait for the huge victories. Enjoy the little ones as they're happening. For example, let's say you said, I want to lose 50 pounds and you lost three pounds. Great. Celebrate the three pounds. Let's say you're trying to get 50 clients and you signed up one today. Celebrate. You say, let's say you did this. Whatever it is, along the way, the little goals is what's going to get you to the big goal. Yes. Teresa's really good at that. She loves to Bacon celebrate. Oh, I'm, I made a launch here. I'm going to get some flowers. Oh, I did this. I'm going to buy some flowers. Oh, I did this. I'm going to go to Argentina. <laughs> 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 um, Teresa's really good at that. She's actually inspired me to be like that. And now I... I love that. I hate grocery shopping. Actually, like I think it might have been grief because now I don't mind it. But uh, for a while, if I instead of ordering groceries online, if I physically went to the store, I would reward myself by buying a bouquet of flowers. I was like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing. So, Martin, how can people get in touch with you? So, I, you know what? The best way to get in touch with me is I put together a, a website. It's called connectwithmartin.com. And you can go on there. You can find out ways about me. You could get a link to my website right there to see the, the warriorslifecode.com and all that. But also there's some gifts on there. I mean, if you're into something like this, which I am, I made a coloring book for adults. And I also made a coloring book for kids. Same coloring book, just, you know, for the kids and for adults. And it's called The Abundant Warrior's Mindset. And you take the, the, the seven letters of warrior, I break it down and show them how you could have a mindset of a warrior and be abundant thinking with that. So connectwithmartin.com. Oh my gosh, love coloring. I love that. That's amazing. All of his links, all the deets are in the show notes below. If you're driving, pull over, give it a tap, you know, star this, favorite it, come back later. Um, Martin, thank you so much for joining us to dissect success, talk about life and everything in between. And thank you to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Dissecting Success. Teresa and me, Blair, really are grateful for you. It's almost 100 episodes, or maybe by now it's more than 100, but we are here for you to dissect success. Thanks, everyone. Peace. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. 
and follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.